Hi, thanks for tuning in. This is Druggist for the People. This podcast will contain my feelings and opinions and uh, stories from from my practice in pharmacy, but none of this should be taken as just hardcore fact. This is more about stimulating questions that you can then take to your pharmacist and your doctor and your healthcare team uh, to help you better understand and participate in your care. And once again, just a little reminder, if you're looking for medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, you won't find it here. You need to use your healthcare professional for that. Today, we're going to be talking about drug advertisements and what that's about. And I'm the druggist and the people is Carol. Thanks for being here, Carol. Thanks for having me. Sure. You have any questions about this kind of thing? I do. I do. Um, when you watch anything on TV now, there are lots and lots of drug ads. Um, super confusing. The disclaimers are care- scary. I don't remember it always being this way. Yeah, it has not always been this way. I mean, we when we were kids, that was not something that was happening. So like in the early 80s, 83, um, the FDA was allowing drug advertising of prescription products directly to the people. So it's not all that common around the planet. Um, no. In fact, I was reading um, an article about how in Great Britain, um, when they aired the first interview with um, Harry and Meghan um, from the royal family with Oprah, how the Twitter boards lit up with British people who had tuned in to hear that interview freaking out about drug advertising. Like, what is this? Yeah, and it's for not just you know mild pain relievers, but really serious stuff. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What is the purpose of advertising? Let's get you to buy stuff. Right. It is. And these are drug advertisements. So it's to, you know, what they're trying to do. You liked Mad Men, didn't you? I did love Mad Men. That's about ads. Yeah. (laughs) That's about controlling society (laughs) through ads. Um, So to inform, persuade, and remind people about a product, whether it's a car or your favorite drink or, in this case, medication. So it is something we've come to take for granted. But we're just going to talk about it a little bit today to maybe um, remind people that it is an advertisement. So, uh, Wait, so who around the world allows the kind of drug advertising that we see on American TV? Well, I think currently it's us and New Zealand. And that's it? I think so. I'm not sure why the Kiwis are in this boat. <laughs> They're much smaller than we are, too. So, um yeah, that's true. But I, <laughs> I don't know. I just yeah, ours. We are. Um, I don't know. You you mentioned a bit ago about us being, you know, whether it's because we're proudly capitalistic and we feel like people should be allowed to decide on what prescription meds they get to take. But it's well, more complicated than that. Well, sure. It, it seems to me it, it is, and I, I'm sure. Well, I'm not sure. Um, the freedom of speech thing, I'll bet, played a role in drug companies fighting their way to be able to advertise to you. I don't, I don't know that I agree with that. I don't think we need to go there. So um, they, they were given this opportunity because it's business and however that all played out. But what we're talking about is the implications of it here today. Like there's a, for instance, when I see ads for proton pump inhibitors, which are these drugs relatively new, but 
they they came out and they're very effective for treating GI issues, uh, bleeds and GERD and these kinds of things. And you can take them once a day and get great relief. But they were always intended to be, you know, you you try to improve, you know, your diet and when you eat and how much you eat and this kind of thing. And so these ads show people like you get 24-hour coverage once a day taking it. And they show people basically eating and drinking whatever they want, whenever they want. And that's really not how they were designed to be. So that they're painting this picture so that people can just think, I don't have to worry about it. But you know, over time, um, more side effects come up. There's an increased incidence of C. diff, which is an infection in the stomach. And it's really hard to treat, isn't it, C. diff? It can be. And, mm-hmm. um, it's, and then it's also, um, actually, it might be Helicobacter pylori. But anyway, it is an infection. And the um, bone resorption, things like this. So there are side effects. So anyway, that's kind of a part. I think where the drug advertising is trying to persuade people about how they can live and that this drug will facilitate a happier, more carefree. And here's another one. The um, migraine meds I've seen, and it's wonderful to be able to treat migraines, but they'll show like there's one where uh, a woman is driving down the, the highway in her convertible into the setting sun. And she decides because she's got this medication on board or something that, oh, she can uh, take her sunglasses off. So it's almost like, uh, inviting some sort of uh, headache. I don't know. It just feels like it, it should be enough that the med works. But anyway, this is part of it, it. When you listen to the list of side effects, so they're trying to cram it into the last four seconds of the commercial. And, you know, I've even heard ones that say may cause death. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a small, that's just a little side effect, girl. Everything can. It's kind can. of permanent, though. <laughs> as, as far as we know. Uh, the Yeah, that that's a good point. The the litany, you know, it's it's like a, um, a poem that just lists one thing after another, you know, a laundry list of things. Um, well, and, and like you're taking a drug that's supposed to help with some kind of GI issue, and it says it may cause di- uh, diarrhea and vomiting. Wait. That makes no sense. I know. I know. And these specific things are the kinds of things that you would talk to your doctor about, talk to your pharmacist about, and decide, do I really need this? Do I want to take this to treat this issue? So this drug advertising, it's okay, I guess, if it you know, it enlightens you, if it gives you some ideas about some options for you. But options but, to ask your doctor about. Right, exactly right. To, to, you know, determine, like I, I was saying a little bit ago, this is like, look at it as you're receiving a postcard here. Oh, look what I've got. This might actually work for me. And then if when you go to your doc, you can put it on the desk and say, do I want to go here? And so then you can have a discussion. But I think a lot of people go to the doc and say, what about this? And I right. think I should be on this. And unfortunately, it can. Yeah, it might influence if the doc feels like there's very little risk in any kind of serious harm to the patient. And they want it, and they might get something out of it. Instead of that physician just being free to practice her or him his uh, 
standard what 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 they would do in treating that patient. Right, and there's so much more that goes into the decision of what to prescribe than just it's a cute name and I like the colors. I mean, it, it needs to be, you know, that's what medical degrees are about, and pharmacy degrees and nursing degrees is to to fully understand. Right. Absolutely. Uh, this, it, it sort of just feels to me like they're pulling people out of having a, a good relationship with their uh, physicians and their pharmacists instead of, so again, just, just a reminder that it is an ad. Um, and there are uh, an incredible number, I think, that I had seen, and this, I swear by this, but like 80 pharmaceutical ads on TV every hour. 80. 80. So that's, you know, we watch the evening news. We're old, we're old timey that way. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, we know there, you know, that the medications are, I don't know what percentage. It seems like three quarters of the ads are for meds. I don't know if that's because they figure that it's just old farts watching the news or <laughs> what that's about. They need lots of drugs. We need lots of drugs. Yeah, drugs, 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 <laughs> drugs. So uh, just... The, I, I think it's it. It sounds like sometimes I'm anti-drugs. The druggist is against drugs, but only what the point here is to be sure that it's something that you need and that you've thought about it and having a, a conversation with your physician and your pharmacist. So you're not just jumping in here on blind on faith, blind faith that's been instilled in you by these visions and uh, ideas in a drug ad. Well, before we um, move on, the whole side effects thing, the the litany of things they say at an end of a commercial, I don't even understand some of what they're saying. Like one of those ads says, if you're taking a JAK inhibitor, what is that? How would I know with no medical training? How would I know what that is? Right. That That's a really good point there because – uh, the drug ads are on TV, and it apparently is aimed at just the general public, you know, whoever happens to be watching. But when they they throw that kind of terminology out there, uh, do not use if you're on a jack inhibitor. Well, who knows if they're on a jack inhibitor? Well, what is a jack? Well, it's it's Jan- Janus kinase uh, is an enzyme, and this is an inhibitor of that, and they're used. Um, in autoimmune diseases, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, this kind of thing, they're, they're disease-modifying drugs. Um, and they they're, so they're very heavy hitters, but it's uh, this points out that, that we're really not, the drug companies are really not just targeting the people who might need the treatment, but to get that person to go to the doc and say, hey, what about this? And the doctor's watching a oh, jack inhibitor. So it's maybe to try and perform or, or inform and persuade the physician as well when they're sitting there. But healthcare professionals, people in medicine get all kinds. They have to do continuing education, physicians, nurses, pharmacists, I'm therapists. I'm glad about that. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, this is why, to keep up on emerging therapies. So the drug companies are saying, hey, check this out to the physician. So they're wor- sort of working uh, through and over the patient and those kinds of things. Um, so they should be getting their information from 
the continuing ed. Well, too, that's where it generally not just a right. TV that's, commercial. That's where it generally happens. But mm-hmm. this is again um, just sort of an indication that the, these these ads are not just for people, but they're aiming at docs and trying to influence doctors in how they're going to treat people. Uh, and I think it's interesting that the American Medical Association, I think it was 2015, it's a handful of years ago, were uh, trying to uh, ban these ads on TV. I think if people just come in and like pound their fist on the, on the desk and say, I want, and I don't know what percentage of docs would be influenced by that, but that's not a healthy way to go about determining if you're going to take a medication. It's a right. really serious decision and people, they need, we talk and talk about this, but it needs to be shared decision-making. And that's not how you, as a person who might be taking a drug, share in the decision-making, like insisting on get it. You, like I said, treat it as a postcard, put it on the desk and say, doc, do I want to go here? And they might say, no, because some of those things that you might have heard as side effects would be, you know, hepatic dysfunction. When what's that mean? Potential liver failure and affects your your renal system and all these other potentially serious side effects. So that maybe it opens a dialogue, and that way it it might be okay. But, but might it also be a little bit offensive? You know, all the training and education that goes into physicians um, becoming doctors is. Um, I don't know. That feels to me like overstep sometimes. I think I think so. And again, besides this jack inhibitor thing and a side effect of death, I mean, the, tr- the whatever is being treated would have to be a very significant uh, life-threatening condition in and of itself. I see. And, and so, but that's a crazy thing to hear, right? And one of the one of the commercials. Uh, Talks about do not use if you have a parasite. A pers- How would parasite. you know? What unless you're keeping him as a pet? As the person, <laughs> I, I, and again, it's an indication that well, they they're they're talking to people just in the general public, but they're also saying to the doc, hey, if you happen to use this, make sure. And that's really not the way that that physicians, pharmacists, nurses, people in healthcare and medications with regard to medications in particular, get their information. It's journals, research articles, continuing education, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Well, also, um, like taking the postcard to your doctor and saying, I want this, does not, also does not take into um, a f- consideration what else you're taking. Um, no, it doesn't. There's, that's a good point. Drug, drug interactions and... It also, you may not have as clear a picture <laughs> of what what your overall condition is and the nuances of it, right? Um, as the physician, so you've been, you know, it's. I think it's unfortunate to put a, a doc in the in the position of having to defend either giving it or not giving it, right? Um, but again, looking for the silver lining here, if it does generate some dialogue, right, between the the person. And the physician, then that that can be really good. That's that's well, something that needs to happen. Is and if it's spreading talk. the word, like the article I I was reading was about uh, promoting uh, a new pneumonia vaccine. This was 
you know, in the 80s, a new pneumonia vaccine for people over 65 that were healthy. And those people weren't necessarily going to the doctor very often. So these commercials were to promote the idea that you should consider a pneumonia vaccine, which seems like a good thing to me. Yeah. So if if the idea of the drug ads was that, mm-hmm. then that's that could be done with a public service announcement. True. If this is some sort of infectious disease issue or the government, CDC, someone feels like they need to inform the public, but it has gone into the realm of, hey, you can live this life if you just take this drug. Yes. And, and, Try you know, this, all these happy, drugs, smiling people. And like, like I said about the proton pump inhibitors, really incredibly effective medications, but there are some side effects and they're not supposed to be used just indiscriminately on and on with a person you know, not trying to take care of themselves a little bit. And just modify their behavior some right. rather than using a giant um, a heavy hitter when maybe that isn't necessary. Right. So do you need it? And again here, I think we're, we've, I think we've circled the barn here again. So I think we have. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, that's, um, that's what we we're talking about today is, is drug advertising. So just sort of be on your toes the same way you would be as if you were buying a car or where to go eat, or what to eat, and that kind of thing. So uh, thanks for being here, Carol. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Donald. And I appreciate you listening. This has been and will be Druggists for the People.